Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com This is California School News Radio with your hosts, Kevin Osmus and Drew Schlossberg. Thank you, Wade. Welcome to the program, California School News Radio with Kevin and Drew. And one of the more overlooked services that school districts provide is that of early childhood education. Yet for many families, this type of support is absolutely essential in preparing children from ages zero to five for their first day at elementary school. Baldwin Park Unified School District is well known throughout its community for its early childhood programs like Head Start and Early Head Start. And here today to talk about all of the great things going on in Baldwin Park Unified is Director of Early Childhood Education, Ricardo Rivera. Hey, good Welcome morning. California. How are you doing, Ricardo? I'm doing well, Kevin. Thank you. Uh, well, you know, I've already learned something today. You're not a doctor, so yes. I suppose I should go uh, uh, reschedule that bypass operation. Uh, <laughs> yes. We'll get a little beyond that. Also with us uh, is my co-host here, Drew Slosberg of VMA Communications. Uh, we'll also be uh, joining the conversation. Uh, Ricardo, uh, Head Start is a uh, federal program that began in the mid-60s, and Baldwin Park just happens to be one of the longest-serving districts to implement the program. Uh, let's talk a little bit about Head Start and early Head Start and the services it provides and, and your role as director of the early high, uh, childhood education in general. Yeah, well, thank you, Kevin and Drew, for allowing us this opportunity to really showcase kind of what we've been doing here and talk a little bit about what Head Start and Early Head Start do for the community. So um, I'd like to start off by giving you a little bit of background on uh, kind of generally early childhood education and the history, the long history here at Bowen Park. And I can't take credit for this. We had a staff member a couple years ago who considered himself a big history buff with a history major and did this history for us and found that early childhood education programs here in Bowen Park date back to 1942, which was exciting for us to hear that the district and our Board of Education for many, many years has really understood the link between early childhood and our K-12 system. And as you said, we were fortunate enough to also be one of the first Head Start programs in 1965. And that, again, to be one of the first agencies across the nation and districts to understand the importance of early childhood has been kind of something that we take pride in. And then also in 1999, we had an opportunity to expand our early Head Start program, which serves our babies, pregnant uh, expectant mothers uh, up to age three. So that was another kind of opportunity to kind of be out of the curve and really understand the importance and the link between early childhood and our K-12 system. That sounds so good, uh, Drew. Uh, do you are were you someone that uh, were familiar with Head Start or went oh, through any of those programs? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, I actually got to work very closely with a gentleman who ran Even Start, which is uh, uh, pretty close to Head Start in many ways. Uh, let me ask you this, uh, Ricardo: What got you into this field? You know, I, I used to work, believe it or not, I, I've always had my foot in education and um, went to school and got my social work degree and some counseling um, credentials and always kind of stayed within the scope of school districts. And, you know, I've, I've worked with, you know, children that have it from a very young age all the way up through adult education. And as I worked with high schoolers, I just really saw that so many frustrations from parents um, and, and raising their students and, and seeing that the students had you know, were struggling in high school and 
to have the opportunity to start at the very beginning was always something that I felt was important. And, and you can't get any more beginnings than zero to five in terms of really making an impact not only on the students but the families in terms of looking at students and families in a holistic approach, which is kind of what Head Start does. So that was always a passion of mine. Right, and, and we all know how critical it is, you know, to get uh, you know these uh, kids off to a a good start. Uh, no pun intended in this uh, aspect of it. How have you seen um, you know Head Start and early uh, Head Start uh, you know change in terms of what is offered? I, I think Head Start and early Head Start specifically both see the importance of the holistic approach, right? Looking at right. not just the education portion for students and making sure students are school ready but also supporting uh, the parents, the home. We have case managers that work with families. We have nurses available. We have nutritionists to help families uh, if the students may be identified as anemic or if they're overweight. Um, we have uh, mental health specialists who are available for students and for the families if they're uh, experiencing some type of crisis. So the fact that they really understand the importance of looking up the entire family and not just the education is, is critical. It's critical to making sure our families are healthy, strong, and as they transition into K-12, can transition in, in a really positive manner. Is there any, are there any metrics around the fact that um, here is uh, students that have you know, gone through a Head Start or early Head Start, and here's how they performed uh, in, uh, you know, either later in their K-12 uh, careers or even into college and, uh, and then getting a career versus those who have not? Yeah, we, we have a lot of studies. In fact, here at Ballpark, we're fortunate enough to have some longitudinal information because we get to track our kids. And so we have, a, a couple of years ago, we were working with First Five and Ellie Up on looking at a longitudinal impact of preschool. And we did notice that most of our kids, we were able to track them up to, I believe it was fifth or sixth grade. And most of our kids that had received preschool were still performing a little bit higher than those students who had not uh, received preschool. So that was exciting news for us. We're going to continue to look at that, but if you look at the research, it definitely um, there's so many benefits to preschool. Not only with uh, less likely to be incarcerated, less like more likely to graduate high school, more more likely to attend a four-year university. So a lot of research out there that says. Uh, the strong foundation can only help boost their opportunities in life. And, and the, to your point as well, you look at the whole child. I bet also from a social standpoint, uh, working with other kids, learning how to get to, along together, learning how to work on projects, even though they may be three years old and stuff, very important as well. Yeah, it's interesting you say that. We did a, a study a couple years ago here in Bone Park, and the assumption was, well, we, we, did, we interviewed our kinder teachers and said, you know, what, what type of skill would you like your students that are transitioning from preschool to have? And so we all assumed, you know, naively, we said, well, they're going to want them to know their numbers and their letters. And, right. and so that's what we assumed. And the number one thing teachers said that was important for students was the social behavioral portion. And I was surprised to see that, right, that the, the kinder teachers felt – it was important that they understand how to share, how to wait, how to be patient, and, and it is something we focus on in preschools, really focusing on the social-emotional health of our students. Right. You know, and I think a lot of, there's a lot of research on this now, of course, is, and a lot of uh, groups are using this in uh, different schools around the country. And, you know, interest surveys, what are, heaven forbid, we actually focus on what kids are interested in learning, right? You know, what a stunner that is, right? Um, but fortunately, the schools are moving in that direction, which I think is good. And now that you've established this base, and I'm interested in this, and I like it because I get to work with other kids that have that same interest, very important. Absolutely. Well, how many students 
are mm-hmm. are served here each year during yeah, each, or each Baldwin semester. Park, yeah, Baldwin Park, we serve uh, right about a little bit over 1,300 students a day in a variety of programs, whether it's Head Start, Early Head Start, our state preschool program, general child care. And so we, we have a, a fairly large program. We're actually the second largest school district program in the county, I think just behind Pomona. So uh, we do have a, a large population that we transfer into the elementary schools on a, on a yearly basis, so we're very proud of that. And we talked about this because enrollment period is coming up. That will be soon enough, right after the holidays. And so how do parents enroll their children? How do parents find out how to enroll their children if they want to be in these programs? Yeah, believe it or not, we actually start right after the break. We start enrolling students for next fall as early as late January, early February. And I know that we're not the only ones that are enrolling. So if they are interested in Head Start and Early Head Start, the best way to be able to find a place if they're not close to Baldwin Park or if they don't have a program, they think they don't have a program because there are Head Starts and Early Head Starts all throughout the county. The best place to, to look for that is um, a website. It's www.prekkid.org, and that's a countywide website that allows them to basically find a preschool Head Start, Early Head Start program in their area. So if they qualify they can find a Head Start, Early Head Start program that's in their local area, which is great. Well, so what you're saying is if you want to be part of Head Start, you must get a Head Start on yeah. rolling and, 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 and so forth. No pun Absolutely. intended, Drew. No yeah. pun intended. No, 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 actually, we know you very well. Pun was definitely intended in, in, <laughs> in that area. Do you see this continuing? Uh, I mean, obviously, you folks have been stalwarts and uh, had started Baldwin Park for years since it's almost its inception. Is it uh, growing in other parts of the of the region, so to speak? Yeah, you know, um, it, as you say that, we, we have a very um, progressive board who's been very supportive of us, and we've expanded. In fact, we're, we don't only serve Baldwin Park. We're actually in the city of um, Bell, Maywood, and Cudahy in southeast L.A. Right. And uh, we just got an expansion grant. Um, a couple months ago to be able to serve the city of City Terrace, Boyle Heights, other parts of East Los Angeles, including Monterey Park. So it, there are opportunities, the federal opportunities that are made available, and it is depending on when the government decides to provide expansion money, but it's been fairly consistent over the last, you know, maybe five to ten years. Right, and is it also supported by private, uh, you know, donations, whether it's from corporations or individuals or pretty much all fed? Most of the funding for the direct operations is federal right. funded. Uh, we do have partnerships that we make, but that's more of a kind of an extra thing that we like to do just because we, we really are very involved in our community and really do partner with many different organizations that really help our families. Right, and I know uh, when we come back from break, Kevin, we're going to chat about those partnerships, correct? Absolutely, absolutely. Well, that's what's on the schedule. <laughs> you yeah. never know what's going to happen. Right, We're here right. on California School News Radio with our guest, Director uh, Baldwin Park Unified Director of Early Childhood Education, Ricardo Rivera. Thank you so much for being on the program. We are going to cut away here for a couple of minutes for uh, break time. And when we return, we'll discuss a little bit more about these partnerships on California School News Radio, wsradio.com. Please stay tuned. We'll be right back after these messages.
want to be a professional coach? Are you in business trying to make a real difference with people you manage or work with? Have you started a coaching practice that isn't quite getting off the ground? Get the skills you need to be a successful coach today with the Coach's Training Program from Accomplishment Coaching. The Coach's Training Program will show you how to help others focus and be more fulfilled. Whether you want to improve your company's bottom line or create a thriving coaching practice, Accomplishment Coaching can give you the distinctions and practices you need to coach others effectively today. Accomplishment Coaching has spent six years developing a cutting-edge coaches training program that will have you ready to coach people professionally in just 12 months, and you don't have to take time off work to do it. To find out more about the Coaches Training Program, just call 1-888-548-6813. That's 1-888-548-6813. Love to read but just don't have the time? With Audible.com, you can catch up on reading simply by listening. Audible has the largest collection of digital audiobooks, over 85,000 titles in every genre. Listen to a bestseller on your iPhone, BlackBerry, Android smartphone, or one of 500 other compatible devices. Visit audible.com slash WSRadio today and get a free audiobook when you try Audible free for 14 days. That's audible.com slash WSRadio. You may have heard me brag about Progressive Medical Center and just how much they've helped me with my health. And Dr. Goley, one thing that you've helped so many people with is migraines. Unfortunately, there are millions and millions of Americans who are suffering with migraines and headaches, and they're debility because it affects the quality of their life and they cannot function properly. At Progressive, we get the root cause because we understand that migraines could be caused by nutritional deficiencies, hormonal imbalances, believe it or not, delayed food sensitivities. And once we determine what the real reason is, we put a plan of action together with medication that we get them off slowly and we put them on an all-natural approach and the results are amazing. Incredible. I mean, there's so many people that can say they don't live their lives with migraines anymore thanks to Progressive Medical Center. And that's what's exciting and rewarding to us as physicians because we help our patients take control of their health and that's why they're living well. Why don't you get a hold of Progressive Medical Center today? Don't live in pain. Don't have migraines anymore. Just go to their website, progressivemedicalcenter.com. This is your life. Live it well. This is Bill Gruber with BizVid Communications, a Southern California video production leader. We've been honored to sponsor, produce, write, and host many of the fine programs on WS Radio over the years. So we understand how important the internet and your website exposure are. As video producers, we know the tricks and secrets to incorporate video to increase your search engine optimization and business success. Visit bizvidcommunications.com to see what we can do for you. B-I-Z-V-I-D communications.com. Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com. This is California School News Radio with your hosts, Kevin Osmus and Drew Schlossberg. Thank you, Wade. Welcome back to the program, California School News Radio with Kevin and Drew and our guest, Ricardo Rivera, Baldwin Park Unified Director of Early Childhood Education. Uh, welcome back to the program, Ricardo. Thank you. And before we get to the uh, parent services partners, which you have many, and they're all doing such a great job, I did want to talk to you a little bit about this. You've been the director uh, at, of uh, early childhood education since for about nearly 10 years now, but you've been at the district for 16 years, which means that some of these uh, kids that you've 
met as preschoolers are now all the way through the system and uh, graduating from high school and so forth. What is it like when you run into these, uh, these students later and their parents? Yeah, I think that's one of the, the joys I get when I have an opportunity to attend our high schools, uh, or whether it's the graduations, whether it's an event, a back-to-school night, uh, you know, parent conference. Anything, any event that, that high schools may have is I've been here long enough that now, and, you know, it's, it's part of what's funny about it is, is I don't necessarily recognize the students because I remember them when they were, you know, three and four, but I do remember the parents, and the parents don't change much, and so they'll come up to us and just speak to us about how grateful they are for what we provided and to see the kids graduate and go on to college is just such an exciting thing to know that we had a little piece of building that, that you know, um, capacity in that student to be able to graduate and, and attend a four-year university. So it's very exciting. It's one of the things I look forward to, especially our graduations or just being on the high school campuses to see our students succeed. And that's, that's got to make you feel good and, and the entire department, I am sure. Yeah, absolutely. I think everyone, yeah, again, it, it's such a great department. We have such wonderful staff here, and everybody works so hard to make sure that we're providing the best services to our families. To see that level of success is, is one of the best things in terms of really making us validate the work we do. Hey, Ricardo, are any of the uh, staff former uh, Head Start or early Head Start students? We do. We have about maybe about 15, 20 staff members. Uh, that were former students. Um, we have a fairly young staff, and, and so they, some of them have been through our schools here in Bowen Park. Um, I had a former intern a couple years ago who actually went through our programs and remembered her teacher and was able to have had pictures of her in preschool. So it, we do get a lot of that, which is great to see now they're giving back. Well, not only giving back, but it also shows, you know, those parents of kids who are in uh, Head Start, early Head Start, they, hey, this program really, really works. And uh, uh, also must be a nice impetus for them to say, here's how you can succeed with a great job. Absolutely. And the other, the other piece we see, not, not just students, but we also see parents, uh, former parents of ours, who, who students have been through the program who then get hired on as, whether it's an instructional aid, they can get hired by the district. So the fact going back to the, the holistic approach, right? Not, not only making sure our students are succeeding, but to know that parents have been able to be afforded jobs is, is, is a wonderful thing for us to know that, that we have had a part in that. No, without question. Now, how has technology uh, impacted what you folks do uh, from early Head Start and, uh, and Head Start in general? Are you infusing it in what the students are doing? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we have iPads um, in the classroom that our teachers use to be able to document student progress. Students have computers in the classroom. We've got smart boards and um, technology, you know, and it can be controversial at this age, right, because we want to be careful we're not right. do, giving kids too much technology, but the reality is we want to make sure they're prepared for school, and that includes um, our district's mission to make sure that we're including technology in a responsible way. So we have incorporated it in, in preschools in a very responsible manner. So students are uh, prepared to be able to use, you know, computers, tablets, and other devices as, as they transition. Well, and, and you know this better than anyone because you're in this uh, field and space. You know, the kids uh, are not intimidated by it. It's us adults that are afraid to hit something on a computer and think we're going to send a missile somewhere. And these guys are just comfortable. They, they have no problem. You know, if I make a mistake, they'll just pick themselves back up and do it. And that's a great learning uh, you know, tool right there. Absolutely. Well, let's talk about the uh, community partners that you have. You have several that have... Uh, have much great success. Baby to Baby is one of them. I know you wanted to talk about Baby to Baby a little bit, and uh, we want to talk a little bit about the uh, toy drive. 
Yeah, the, the toy drive is something we're very proud of because so many of our families, in order to qualify for Head Start and Early Head Start, they have to be income qualified. And, you know, the federal income guideline is pretty low, and so we're always very surprised by how our families with such a low income can manage to be able to pay rent and food and have clothing for their kids. So many times, one of the things that goes without, obviously, when you have to prioritize is something like clothes, uh, I'm sorry, um, toys during like the holidays. And so um, it, this has been many years now, it's been a tradition now for our Baldwin Park organization of supervisors and administrators. They actually put together a toy drive for us. So um, it started off where we would get together for breakfast. Everybody would bring toys, a couple of unwrapped toys, and we would donate them. It's now expanded to now every elementary school, middle school, and high school is donating at their school. So they have donation boxes that teachers and you know clerical staff and everyone has an opportunity to donate. We still get together. We'll be getting together um, next Friday morning to collect all the toys and then we're able to give those toys to our neediest families, which is just a, a wonderful experience to see kids walk into a room filled with toys and then be able to choose a toy. And so many times our parents tell us about how grateful they are because they, they weren't going to be able to provide them with a toy during the holiday. So it's just a, a wonderful time for us. That sounds great. That, just coming through at the holidays, that, that, that seems to be the most important thing that you could do. For, for these families, and I'm sure that, Drew, you've probably been been there when kids have, have gone to a toy drive and, and found their toys, and they're just, it's just amazing, just like so much happiness in the air. Well, and, and I think what's important about this, too, and I was going to, you know, chat with uh, uh, Ricardo about this well, and it you know, very much, it, you know, ties into getting your own book, you know, and uh, literacy and so forth, and we all know when you give a kid a book, um, you know, and we can't take for granted that they got books, you know, necessarily in the home, depending on what, you know, where they are and all that business. But what I have seen, and I imagine you see it all the time, uh, to Ricardo, and maybe you can talk about this. Do you folks do book drives? Cause when a kid has a book, it's their book. It's not his book. It's not her book. It's my book. That's so important. Are you there, Ricardo? Well, I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. So I was asking, did you do a lot of book drives in that vein? Absolutely. We, we, have, we actually partner with another partner. It's yeah. called Reading is Fundamental, okay. and every one of our students actually is provided with two books per month, free of charge, that they're able to keep. And so you're absolutely right. The, 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 the pride they have when knowing that they have their own books that they can read is incredible. So we've partnered with them for probably about five to seven years now, and every student, every preschool student that goes through our programs gets two free books per month to, for them to keep. Yeah, and it's just a catalyst to uh, you know them being lifelong readers as well. Uh, Kevin, well, we'd like to. We've got about a minute and a half left, so thank you so much for coming on the program today, Ricardo. It's been such a great experience talking to you. And in the, about the last minute or so, let's talk a little bit about Baby to Baby because I know that you've mentioned that they are doing a lot of wonderful things, and we want to want to let the community know uh, what they can find there. Yeah, thank you for allowing us to highlight Baby to Baby. Actually, it was a, a nonprofit organization founded by Jessica Alba, the actress. And so she uses her company, The Honest Company, and, and also leverages her contacts in Hollywood to be able to give us donations. So she's got a couple of warehouses, one in L.A. and one in the industry, where she provides us donations on a weekly basis. We get pallets of diapers that we can give to our families, baby wipes, lotion, uh, car seats, clothes, 
backpacks during uh, back to school time in, in in the fall. She gives us she donates uh, truckloads of backpacks with school supplies, and so they're an incredible partner. We've been partnering with them for about maybe three years now, and every year they just are, are so responsive to the needs of our families and are able to support our families who, who desperately need some of these resources. So, um, again, they've been an incredible help. Well, unfortunately, we've run out of time, but you are doing such an excellent job there, Ricardo. I'm going to give you a California School News Radio honorary doctorate right now <laughs> so that you are, you are a doctor here on this program. And thank you so much for coming on. Thank you, Drew, uh, for uh, being here as well. And uh, thank you, Wade. And then we're all out of time here. Uh, thank you to Paulina Martinez and, of course, Val Martinez of VMA Communications. We'll see you again next week on California School News Radio. Till then, have a wonderful week. Bye-bye. One person has the power to change the world, impact millions of lives, and leave a legacy for lifetimes to come. That person is you. In the New York Times bestseller, What is Your What? Steve Ulcher, award-winning author and founder of the Reinvention Workshop, reveals his proven process that has helped thousands of men and women discover, share, and monetize the one thing they were born to do. Grab your free copy now at www.whatisyourwhat.com slash free. That's www.whatisyourwhat.com forward slash free. Take a break from politics. Tune in and learn something. WS Radio shows are worth your time and are filled with tips and advice. Add us to your lunch routine and we'll give you a meal for your mind. I raised $8,000 to build schools for South African children. After realizing how many people go hungry in San Diego, I now volunteer at a food pantry. I'm spending the next year doing volunteer projects across three countries and helping in ways they designate to be the most helpful. The World Link program at the Joan B. Kroc Institute for Peace and Justice recognizes the potential of youth as agents of social change. Learn how you can help youth become a generation of leaders in action at peace.sandiego.edu. Hi, Scale listener. This is David Finkel, co-host with Jeff Hoffman of Scale Your Business Radio. I wanted to let you know that our newest book, Scale, was just released and encourage you to get your copy. The book will give you seven proven principles to grow your business and get your life back. It's for every entrepreneur who ever wondered if they really own their business or if their business owns them. It'll help you to work less by getting your business to produce more. Get your copy online or at your local bookseller. For more information, go to scaleyourbusinesstoolkit.com. I raised $8,000 to build schools for South African children. After realizing how many people go hungry in San Diego, I now volunteer at a food pantry. I'm spending the next year doing volunteer projects across three countries and helping in ways they designate to be the most helpful. The World Link program at the Joan B. Kroc Institute for Peace and Justice recognizes the potential of youth as agents of social change. Learn how you can help youth become a generation of leaders in action at peace.sandiego.edu. Can you help a newborn baby in need? Sometimes the blessing of birth becomes complicated and perilous. Miracle Babies is there to help. Miracle Babies helps moms and dads give their all to their struggling little baby, but still need more. When you give to Miracle Babies, you help them give more. 
more skin-to-skin care, breast milk, and love. Go to MiracleBabies.org and give right now. Be their miracle.